Hello everyone, welcome to today's devotionals of today. Today we'll be we'll be studying Acts 4 verses 1 through 4. And I read, Now as they spoke to the people, the priests, the captain of the temple, and the Sadducees came upon them, being greatly disturbed that they taught the people and preached in Jesus the resurrection from the dead and they laid hands on them and put them in custody until the next day for it was already evening however many of those who heard the word believed and the number of the men came to be about five thousand here in act four we do see that um Peter and the disciples were being arrested for spreading the gospel of Jesus. But um, the people that he was spreading to were many. And um, a lot of people believed the word. However, the priests, the Sadducees were against it. They put them, the disciples, in prison. That's the word against it. So if we start seeing the first, um, how can I say it? Persecution, the first persecution of you know the believers in Jesus back then. You know the Sadducees or the priests put Peter disciples in prison. That was the first ever persecution, in my opinion, back then. So, um, because if you remember, uh, let me find. Verse for you. In Second Timothy chapter three, verse twelve, it says, "Indeed, all their desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus be persecuted." And um, John fifteen, verse eighteen, Jesus says that if the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. Okay, so. Um, Persecution simply means that, um, let me give it the
it simply means the act of inflicting you know provoking um imprisonment mistreatment just mistreating somebody that's a simple way of thinking of persecution so when the Sadducees and the um priests back in the day were putting Peter and disciples in prison they were simply persecuting them imprisonment you know when the um put them in custody until the next day they're simply mistreating them and imprisoning them for a day that's persecution that's why i said that was the first christian persecution ever seen in the bible for the for the believers in jesus back then that happened in acts 4 verse 1 to 4 with peter and the disciples but the good thing about it was that we had a lot of believers back then about 5,000 believers that believed in the word back then so that overpowered they were priests and Sadducees that were wanting to put them in prison so they could not even keep them there for so long so you know they had to release them because the, the population wanted more of the word so they were like I believe at the time they were manifesting that oh no release our you know disciples release the disciples release them so that we can hear more of the words so the day the next day they just put them out so they can go and keep preaching so that's the summary of Acts 4 verse 1 to 4 it's basically the first persecution that we have seen and but the mass believers which are 5,000 overpowered the fact that the righteous people you know, services and priests could not keep them for so long in in that in that um custody. So which the fathers were the Gentiles, right? Because Jesus said, I'm not coming for the uh Jews, I come for the Gentiles. The searches in the prison the, the Jews. So just I'm the Gentiles. The disciples are the same thing. They appreciate the Gentiles. The ones who do not know the word. So, um, they persecuted the disciples because they were like, you know, you, this is just thing is just getting out of hand, which is not. They just didn't you know. They, they saw the, 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 the miracle. They saw and it's a rule. But that is outstanding. That is just you know, unbelievable that the, the man can walk. You know, when he tried our own ways of doing it, I mean, he couldn't. Simple word. He just walked. You know. So, but it wasn't just a simple word. The Holy Spirit gave him that power just to say the word. And Peter was able to make him walk. So, Fucking Acts 3. So, um, yeah. 
um that is a basic summary of act four and we are um right there so we have this a lot of people now if you think about persecution it takes a lot of ways today that was like like i said that was the first time when i was seen persecution happen ever in the world and the first persecution that we had you know ever since that jesus has left the disciples went into captivity because of the Sadducees and I called it I put in quotations in my hands so um, but today we are we have Christian persecution it's unbelievable like it's over the age like I, ca- I cannot even like you open your eyes and you walk in the street just the fact that you say Jesus for be with me in this day they will handcuff you just saying that they will handcuff you that's Christian persecution mistreatment that's pure mistreatment right there that's mistreating somebody's persecution that's, that's what persecution is mistreatment and we are seeing it in Iran we're seeing it in Africa, we're seeing it in Libya, we're seeing it in um, all over the world. Even here in America, even here at home, we are seeing it happen. They're moving all the crosses here in America. That's Christian persecution. You're oppressing the people. We cannot have our own freedom to do what the Lord asks us to do but the other believers can and even invade and be invasive about it but we cannot do our own because they're intruding and removing our symbol of belief what represent represent a freedom the cross that is the freedom that God gave us. That's where God died and showed us that that is where all our sins were, 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 um, went all the way. That is where our freedom lies. The cross. That cross is powerful. It's life. Even though it represents death, sometimes it represents some symbol. That's where all our sins died. It's a symbol to us, a significant, a significant symbol to us. It's special to all Christians. And because all the unbelievers and all the satanists, I will not shy away with my words. Because if you're an unbeliever, you're an antichrist. So you're a satanist. It's plain clear. It's not black and gray. I'm not going to hide the word. I'm not going to shout from my words. It's plain clear. If you're an unbeliever, you're, you're an antichrist. It's, it's plain and clear. It's in the Bible. You're satanist. 
So all the Satanists out here, Antichrists, are moving all the crosses in every public and private area. It's all left for them to come to your invade your own private area that you, you sh- so admire as your home to come and say, oh, move the cross out. Now that's gonna be <laughs> crossing real boundaries. And that's why we're gonna come in and tell law and say, you know what, you're crossing real boundaries. I'm not gonna take that. Because it's enough for you to go in the public areas and go in our churches to move the crosses out. But now you come into my house and say I should move across that now. You're crossing boundaries now. It's gonna go to that point. But that's why we're gonna have to move a step forward, start marching out and say, you know what? That's enough. We have been quiet now because we have we have that one more area that we can still chase and say, okay, our home is good enough. We're good. Because we can go home and say, yeah you know but they have moved everything in the public areas once upon a time you could have gone to the congress and you could have found the cross there you can say oh, the lord is in this place even even um what, what did they call it? It's not in my mind right now. The declaration in the in the countries that go with us. You see in dollar bills, you see. They're moving those out. I wonder what they're gonna put replace that with. The devil with us? What what? What are you guys gonna do? I'm shocked. Shamed. God was once the founder of this country. God was the founder of this country. But you, once God gave you all the riches and everything, y'all just said, "Okay, thank you, God. We take it. We, we take it over now." Y'all came and just moved him out in everything. There's a reason why he came and said, America, I'm giving this riches. He didn't give these riches for you guys to come and take it all for use yourselves. There's a reason. And I didn't talk about that reason before. I'm not gonna you know prolong it. If you wanna listen about that, it's gonna be one of the podcasts and even one of my um devotionals that written before <sighs> yeah I can go read and listen to it but you see reason God don't do things because he doesn't want to do it there's a purpose for it now that we are here do we still want to keep prolonging down what we are in or do we want to do we want to repent and go back to where we were in the beginning? So this this passage 
really shows that although we had the believers, the disciples being persecuted by the few so-called righteous men that today we have although it seems that we have a lot of so-called the righteous which are not even righteous like they 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 give us an illusion that are righteous right and we seem to have only a few gentiles which are in today's world you know the true christians the true believers of god we are the Gentiles, because we 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 are the ones that seek after God, right? And the so-called Jews, so the real Jews, are the ones that you know keep denying, have denied God, right? They claim they're still looking for the Messiah. He has he has already come, and he is still coming on the second coming. He has come, he has risen, he has cleansed all sins. Now he's coming back to come and take back, take the people that have lived for him back to his kingdom. So simple as that, right? So although the believers have gone through persecution, right the disciples are going through the persecution we, we are being mistreated we are being locked up we are being oppressed we are we are we have going through all kinds of persecution at least there's a there's a mass of us out there that believe in the word that we the disciples in, in all kinds of roles that we play because no disciples that spread the word disciples that serve disciples that um you know because god said i will give you the fruits of the holy spirit be my disciples and go do exactly what i still do right so it doesn't just spread the word you have a role of you know being kind you know just go out there you you have the gift of being kind you have the gift of oh giving heartfelt true hugs or you have a gift of being given genuine smiles that change the day of somebody and they hug like just, just you know different gifts that's what we do right as disciples of God those little gifts that can just change the day of somebody and then it all comes together as a, the church of God the church is the body of God the body is who the people of God so all these things that we do today is what we gather us together. Yes, we go to the persecution, but as we change different lives every day, it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. And the so-called righteous people are putting quotations become fewer and fewer and fewer. An illusion is they, be, they, they look so big, but in, in truth, we are the ones that look big and that's more in number because here it said that um many of those who heard the word were about five thousand so the believers are so huge but the Sadducees are so few so the so-called righteous were few 
the believers were big. The illusion we believers out there are gonna be big in number. At the end of the day, it will be true because when God comes back, we're gonna be the ones that be larger and the ones that are the you know will be left over will be few. So right now is the illusion is that oh the ones that are so-called righteous, the ones that are living for the world are so big, but the believers are so small. That's because we don't see much of believers around. But when we go out there and we come and we find out about the believers, we come out to be big in number. But for now, when we come out of small groups, we find that oh yeah, there's not so much of believers in the world. True, that's the illusion we get. At the end of the day, we will find out at the end of the day when God comes back, the believers in this world seem to be bigger than their so-called righteous. The ones that call themselves righteous but are not, they are few. Like as in the evil ones that are so more few. So that's what I wanted to give you guys today. I hope the word has filled you with compassion for the word. And that you'll be compelled to keep reading and, you know, filling your heart with the Word. May y'all have a blessed, beautiful day in Christ. Amen.